Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. Hello. Hey, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing well. And you? I'm here, alive, and smelling my dog's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny or Kevin? Actually, no, this is rugby. <laughs> rugby. Uh, but it, the dog, is it Kenny? Is his name Kenny or Kevin? It's Kevin. Kevin. Okay, I, I keep confusing those, but Kevin's my buddy, so he's not farting right now. No, thank the Lord. <laughs> No. So we are officially locked down here in Houston. We are quarantined to our home. Last week we were talking about the cordon and now we are in a cordon. We are in a cordon. (laughs) Yes, we are. And Houston is a large city. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing the pictures, even from Atlanta, you know, with uh, Walking Dead, the way Rick Grimes is coming in on his on his horse. Um, so the, the photographer took a picture of Atlanta off a distance like that. It looks like a ghost town, just like in that picture off the walking dead. And that's, that's kind of how it is. Even in the metro, metropolitan area, it's like a ghost city out there, which is really scary looking. It is. And also the animals are loving it. And when I walk my dogs, it's like a fucking animal crazy zoo. They're just like yeah. the birds and the squirrels. They're just all out like come at me (laughs) now (laughs) now are they happy or are they showing fear too because you know like when we get ready to have a storm the birds go crazy around here and they start flocking around are you noticing that the animals are reacting like they're they're happy or are they showing some fear you know i don't i don't really know about fear they're fighting over territory is what i've observed um and other than that i mean I, I would imagine more more domesticated animals are going to have more fear because they feel our anxiety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if and if they they know that they are normally fed by people walking around, uh, like, like I think about the ducks at the park that I go to all the time, where people are always passing out bread, and then suddenly that stops. I wonder, you know, like if they are are becoming anxious or fearful because of that like wait a minute what is going on (laughs) could be and speaking of feeding the wild uh harris county actually shut down the handing out food from the food bank this week because it is considered like a high peak time for people to be showing oh at least in my opinion i believe it's because this is one of the weeks that we're supposed to see a lot of cases coming out Mm-hmm. Which in in all of the U.S. of A. Uh, today was one of the highest peaking days. I have that counter. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's crazy. It is bizarre to look at. It is, but when you think about it, and knock on wood, if you have wood, knock on a girl, um, because Houston is very lucky thus far. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Harris County, at least, we're only at 203 cases. Um, but I mean, you in all well, of Texas. I Again, I'm I am I am always I'm a little skeptical of those numbers since I know that they have not been um, testing everyone who's showing symptoms. They are not, but I don't know. If this is for 
all over. And I think it is because the president was talking about it today. Um, there are going to be people who can use their insurance and or pay to get a test now. So even I think they're doing that because a lot of people who don't necessarily need to be tested are trying to get tested and the people who need to be are not. Mm. So now it's like, well, if you're insured, you get to pay for it. If you really feel like you need it that bad, even though your doctors are saying you're fine. Mm, I see. We, um, I, I've noticed since the last time we talked and we were talking about containment and, and um, the show containment and actually containing this virus itself. Um, since then, Scarface and Slim Thug have come out and said that they were positive. Um, they are... Um, rappers slim thug is right here out of houston um so yeah and and scarface actually had some health issues like he had he he had asthma or something he already had lung issues so he's he has not been faring too well and Mm. slim thug is not showing any type of symptoms that he said i think and he said he doesn't know how he got it because he did everything right he was going out with a mask he was washing his hands he was you know so he's just basically telling everybody to stay home and everything um, also, people are not wearing the right mask. You know, they are correct. They, but they they're don't just, even have those masks, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might. You, you're being fashionable, but you are not protecting yourself, or you know, at all. You're not protecting yourself from getting it. But if you are ill, you're you are helping to keep other people from getting whatever you may have. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, we could only hope like if they if someone sneezes or coughs and sometimes people do it by accident or not really. I wouldn't say by accident, but more like by action um, and catch themselves. At least the mask is helping to keep that from spraying into the air. Mm -hmm. I was just reading an article um, maybe an hour about this Virginia. Have you heard about this Virginia pastor Landon Sprayland? I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but mm-hmm. um, he he basically and and if you go back and you look at all his social media, it, it did not age well at all. So he basically was saying that um, uh, the the response to COVID nineteen was a mass hysteria plot against Trump, and uh, just to make it seems like his it was an attack against his administration, just to make it where he wouldn't be reelected. So anyway, that man died. That pastor died. Oh wow! He uh, he said it was a hoax. He said COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, was a hoax, and he he said that God was going to protect him. He was going to keep him. Uh, he had him covered, and this is not a knock on religion, but I believe that God also gives you some sense, you know, yeah, about it. And apparently God had him covered, but he didn't give him any common sense to uh, stay away from New Orleans where he was going down there to evangelize and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, try to purify the sins of New Orleans. And so and I'm, I'm not trying to make light of this man's death, but right. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to highlight here that this is not a hoax. And, and, and it's so, okay, let's just go off the rails and say it's a fucking hoax. How awful of a person do you look if you're throwing into the face of other people that are truly fearful that I'm going to go out and I'm going to touch all these people randomly. And if there is not, if the, you know, if there is something, I'm going to spread it around because I'm being irresponsible and stupid. Right. Right. It's, it's best to just 
quarantine, it's best to just follow the guidelines so that we can keep people safe. Because uh, because the, the whole idea is we lose a little now. We don't have to lose that's, a whole lot later. That's correct. Uh-oh. You there? I'm Hold here. on. Say what you said again. It cut out a little bit. That's okay. I said I know people are freaking out that this may last three or four months. I get that. Um, yeah. I don't know that we'll get Comet Palooza was canceled. I know. And that's in May. There, yeah. Okay, so I saw a scientist today. Um, I don't know if anybody out there has like Fire Stick. I have Fire Stick. So I downloaded the Channel 13 News app where you can just watch the news stories you want, which is the only way I'm allowing myself to watch news right now because mm-hmm. it's the, the anxiety level is just too much for me. So I saw a, an uh, interview with a scientist and he was freaking so specific and he made me understand why they did the cordon and mm-hmm. um, why the lockdown is so important to keep it really getting out of control in, in Texas, in Houston, so that we don't end up like L.A. or New York. And God, I just I can't even look at stuff in New York and L.A. It just makes me cry. I'm so sad for them. I'm so I'm sad oh, wow. for the world. But my God, the amount of people dying in New York City. And I have some really good friends who are there and they're they're elderly and they're not like helpless, but. You know, thank God they have money because they don't have to leave their home. But it scares the fuck out of me because they are definitely in that prime age range. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm I'm probably out of the loop with that then uh, because I and and for the same reasons you said about anxiety and all that, mm-hmm. I have deliberately um, tried to kind of box myself in away from it a little bit because it's so it can be very depressing, and um, I see that. Like I go on Facebook and people are sharing this person died, this person died, this person died. It's like, oh my God, my Facebook is turned into a slam obituary. I need to pull away from it for a minute or or look at happy things. Look at all these funny ass memes that are coming out right now. Something. Because uh, otherwise it's like, I'm going to go into a depression again. You know, like yes. this, oh. And, and I, I feel for everyone because everyone is having to go through the same thing. Guys, you are not alone in how you feel. We are, we are by nature energy. That's who we are. We, we're energy in many ways. We're a different type of life energy. But the point of what I'm making is we feel each other's sadness and we feel each other's joy and we feel each other's anger. So mm-hmm. there are so many people right now on this entire rock that we are floating in space on that are very, very sad. And it's very palatable. And I definitely, by none of the things we say to try to entertain anyone on our show, are we throwing fun at anybody who's going. Right. Absolutely. And it is really, it's heartfelt and, and difficult to, to see, especially because I part of me loves New York so much. It's amazing and fun to be there. My sister lived there for 11 years. My aunt lived in upstate New York for 30 years. I loved going there. It, it's It's amazing to go there, but. It's so sad and scary. I can't imagine being in Corden there right now, especially when so many people are sick that they can't all get tested. It's that, mm. that bad, and they're and we're seeing um, we're seeing people die so fast there that they can't bury them. So I, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it is very very sad, and my heart goes out to everyone out there. Got to help each other get through this too, guys. Yeah, uh, I I want to say also to anybody listening, D nice is a um is a dj and 
uh, he he is. This is for the old school people. Old school people know about D Nice from back in the day. He was spinning the hip hop. Uh, he spins all sorts of music, but you know he was known from the hip hop days of I think uh, around the '90s, the early '90s is when I first heard of D Nice. My name is D Nice. My name is D Nice. You know, <laughs> some of you gonna some of you gonna recognize that. <laughs> but anyway, on Instagram, he goes live regularly, and it started out with just a few people. Um, where he um, he just come on and he just played music, all sorts of music, and he's really good at mixing songs and and in the make you know nostalgic type music that was your jam back in the day, and he brings it up to the new school, and um, so he's he's doing that, and it started out with a few, and then it started growing, and then all sorts of celebs are in there. Although, uh, remind me to come back to the celeb thing. Sure. But, um, there, you know, so then it was uh, Oprah and then it was um, Michelle Obama and then Spinderella, uh, Puff Daddy. I could just name a whole army of celebs that come in there. And so he does this regularly. And it was one of those things that was people found very uplifting. It was it's a it's his quarantine party, I guess, is, is what he's calling it. But. Yeah, and it's it's been it it's been uh very interesting and so his numbers have grown all the way into the millions now. He is not a new DJ. It's just that there's a lot of people that did not know about him from this this generation, you know, that now know about D Nice and they they tune in to his live uh his his live parties really. You know, he's just doing sure. it from yeah, right right from his uh his home. And he has the camera going the whole time and he changes hats. And, and I've gone in a few times and just enjoyed myself because it's yeah, I can play my music on Spotify all day long. But there are some songs that's not even going to come to your mind. That was your old jam, right, you know, right. And and just hearing it, it's like, oh, shoot now. So I just stand up and start dancing where I am. <laughs> it's just, it just immediately takes me back. So, hey, I want to check out D-Nice. That's very and, cool. And I think people started. Um, shouting out his his um, cash app for tips, but he did not put that out there. He is not saying pay me or anything. He's just doing it because he felt like it was something that people needed during. You know, it's music uplifts. You know, music uh, can can really soothe your soul during some troubling times, which is where we are right now. Yes, and you know, there may be people listening right now that could be struggling with going through this. And guys, don't. Don't, you know, everything is, is all about your mind, your mindset, and just keep telling yourself, this is going to pass, you know, I'm going to get through this. And it's not easy. Being sick sucks ass. Um, and someone you know may be sick. Just keep uplifting their spirit. It is truly mind over matter, guys. And it doesn't mean that you ignore things. You do everything you're supposed to. But you got to just decide that you are going to be cause in the situation. And that's what this guy's doing. He's giving... He's flowing his energy out to help everybody feel good and to uplift them. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. What, so what what does your daily routine look like? Like, what does a day in quarantine look like for you and Kevin and <laughs> and your husband? You know, what, what is it looking like for you right now? How are you surviving? How are you making out? Um, well, I'm glad there's a door that he can go behind one space and I can go <laughs> but we do we spend time together or actually my neighbor comes up because you know we have like a little i don't know if you would call it like a um what was that old um show called uh melrose place 
it's mm. not quite like that, but we, we all know each other here. So sometimes my neighbor will come up a couple of days. She came up and did mimosas and her and my husband were drinking mimosas and gossiping and, you know, and then sometimes we just watch movies. I, I uh, brought out the, um, the, what do you call it? The laptop. Can't even think. And I watched, <laughs> um, I actually purchased cause you know how much I loved um, the scary stories um, from the, this past summer. Oh gosh. The scary stories you tell in the dark, or what? What? Whatever. Remember the name of that movie? I can't remember the name. How yeah, that that's one of them. Scary stories you tell in the dark is one. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes, the one with okay. all this. The, it was set in the late '60s. Oh, I freaking love that movie. Anyway, so you know, I've been I've been just trying to enjoy things. I finished a puzzle, which I lost one fucking piece somewhere in the house. Oh my god! Throw the whole puzzle away. <laughs> that was annoying. <laughs> so annoying but i'm like yo you know i i broke a plate and i can't stand to have a broken plate in my whole set i want to throw the whole set of plates away you're like we're gonna make some uh some sort of art with the rest of this and get a new set (laughs) okay but you uh so you you did a puzzle what else you know um and then i've been resting i've been resting a lot because i was not feeling great and i'm feeling better now i was obviously um but uh i've been resting a lot and then just actually been coming up with some creepy ideas for stories good good yeah good. what about you uh for me um <clears throat> It's interesting because I have a house full. Um, house full may be uh, like a, a whole lot of people, but for me, having my whole family here is a house full because mm-hmm. my son is like 10 kids. You know what I mean? So <laughs> he's got the energy of 10 he kids. He does. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's been it's been okay. It's been great. Um, they keep things interesting, but uh, his school has already started online classes, so he's been doing that during the day. And my daughter, since I think they probably start maybe next week, but right now, I have her helping me um, do projects around the house. And this is such a wonderful time to do spring cleaning. I mean, I'm just loving. It. I want to throw half the shit in this house away anyway. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you're always so busy, so busy, so busy, so busy. I always got this to do. I always got this to do. I have, I never have enough hours in in the day to do everything I want to do. Like never. And I, and I rarely sleep. I don't even sleep much. And, uh, and this just makes it where I can actually get some of those things done. So that's kind of a pro for me. That's pro of, of something that's negative in the world right now. Yeah. But so she's helping me clean out projects. My office looks a shit mess. She's helping me throw out stuff, just weed through it. Cause it's so bad. Sometimes I'll go in there and I'll look and I'll just turn right around. Like I can't deal with this. <laughs> my, my husband, he's got all his stuff in there too. And we are just uh, cleaning, which is a big deal to me because I, yeah. uh, uh, it's, it's a cluttered, cluttered house, cluttered mind. I, I feel like those kind of go hand in hand. And so yeah. right now, it's it's a it's a purge time. We can purge in this damn house, and so I'm really excited about that. Uh, also, uh, we we usually do. I try to do a schedule so that we eat lunch together, we uh, eat dinner together. Now they they everybody on their own for breakfast, yeah. <laughs> but for lunch I make sure I make I have their lunch ready and I have their um their dinner ready, and so it's. You know, I'm just being creative, make sure that I have stuff that's going to be fun to eat and, but I'm, and making sure that we're not just 
eating through everything in the house because we got all the snacks, we got all the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this stuff really needs to stretch. And yeah. and uh, then while when we eat dinner, we usually watch a family movie. So like yesterday, it was Pets Life Two. Today it was The Incredibles Two. We don't. It's not always just kids movies. Sometimes we do, um, but we we do we you we were doing this on the weekends before right the movie together so we went through all the bad boys all all the men in black stuff like that but this time we're actually incorporating it in the dinner part of our day and so and other than that I, I have not been reading anything except for like stuff to help educate me on on things that I need to know that I'm asking about you know, I, if a question pops in my head, I start trying to look for an answer. So educate myself like that. But I haven't been reading any fiction, but I have been writing. Well, been good. writing a lot. So this this is actually a great time for writers, don't you think? It is. It is our natural habitat, right? We're supposed right. to be closed up. And now we have no choice but to be closed up. Because a lot of times, you, it's so funny. I'll be writing and I'm doing so good. I'm like, oh, I love that part, blah, blah. And then the, like the next thing you know, I'm holding like, a freaking pizza pocket standing at the microwave. I'm like, how do I do <laughs> <laughs> or, or I've driven down the street and I'm at Starbucks. I'm like, why did I leave the computer? I was doing really good. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm exaggerating that, but it's true. Like you get, you, you just get so excited and you're like, Oh, I did something. And this is amazing. And then you go and do something else. And you're like, wait, I'm supposed to still be sitting there doing that. Now you like get up to do something like, Oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah back down that's what you could do you can sit back down and <laughs> chill out yeah quarantine and chill and chill that's the chill well, part you can't forget the chill that's right quarantine and chill well one of the things that you can do to make money if you're a writer right now a lot of magazines are looking for stories uh, a lot of people mm. are online looking for entertaining people there's people just consuming up everything they can find mm. so this is a great time if you're a beginning writer or you or a photographer or something, you know, send your stuff out. Don't be afraid. This is a great time to try to get your stuff in the hands of people who can get them in the hands of people who are sitting at home doing nothing. Yes. <laughs> this is a great time to be a creator. Now, I don't know how much money we're making, but <laughs> it's a great time yeah. to create, you know. And the, you know what? The- Sometimes you can just do it for free. You know, draw a picture in your house and, and just do an entire live video of it on Facebook or put it on YouTube. I mean, Right now, we're just all sharing our lives with each, with each other, which we never get to do. Yeah, if you can. I mean, if, if they freeze our um, our student loans, then I can do stuff for free. <laughs> That'd be nice. Free. But so long as they still hit me with that bill, it's like free. I'll put it on Kindle Unlimited, but yeah. All right. Uh, so Chantel sent <laughs> magazines and you sent <laughs> photography, but... Uh, also, the music, the songs you wanted to create, now is a, time, a great time to do that and put that on um, the streaming channels, I guess. I noticed that a lot of bands are going live and doing Metallica, for instance. Chance, I don't know if you know this, but Metallica is doing a live concert every Monday night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Are you a Metallica fan? I've seen them like five times. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, now you can see them. Right in your house. They they go live uh, every Monday night. And I've seen some other uh, groups that are, are doing stuff like that. You know, because one one of the things is we uh, creators and, and I'm 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 thinking of all the artists, all various forms of artistry, 
you know, you, you that does not stop. That is ongoing. And they may not be able to tour right now. We may not be able to go and do things out in public, you know, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't do it in our home. And then with technology, we can share it with whomever is, is interested, whoever, whomever enjoys what we have, basically. And, and, you know, guys, I know it seems like, you know, they're saying two weeks in Houston, but we all know it's probably going to end up at possibly four. Yeah, it's going to be longer. Yeah. When they start cancel, when they started canceling things in May and then the, the, um, the, even the, the Olympics in July, when they canceled that, it's like, Oh, I know there's going to be a lot longer. And the reason is, is because people aren't staying home now. If you're not essential guys, don't go out. It's not because we're worried we're going to give each other all this stuff or you're going to get it. Well, yes, of course that. But the point is, is that the longer we have to wait to see who's sick, the longer we all have to wait, period. Hmm. My husband makes the grocery runs for us. And I feel like when he comes in, I need to be spraying, hosing him down and spraying him down from a hazmat uniform like that. <laughs> like we see in the movies. But the as last of right time now, I out. I silk, I silk wood showered myself, girl. I came home. I stood at the door. I said, "Don't touch this shit for a day." I went right to the shower. I was rinsing my nasals. I was washing my hair. I was washing my whole body. I was like, "No, yeah." I wiped down everything he brings in. He brought in some sausage, some milk. I, I had the wipes. I was wiping all that shit down. <laughs> and you know, it's it's silly. But at the same time, it's not right because that's the whole point. I mean, we're trying to keep ourselves from getting to a point where we have to keep being in our house. And that's the thing that, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people say on Facebook and different places, what's the world going to look like when we come out of this? You know, Mm. what do you think? you You know, I've seen. You're there. I'm here. Uh oh, you, you went out for a second. I'm back. You said you've seen. I what? posted. The, okay, so there was somebody who had written on Facebook. Um, what do you think people will get out of this when they come back? When when we come out of this situation, basically, how will people feel about? What do you hope that they learn from this? I mm. stepped up on my soapbox because the answers <laughs> on that person's question were so fucking stupid. And, oh, okay. And it was. Like, not that the not that the things people were trying to say I felt were dumb, but they were so out on the left field of things. It's like, oh, well, I hope they see the president's this, and I hope they see this about this political party, and I hope they give this political party a bigger voice, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, people, let's get down to the basics, okay? It is about one person, yourself. It always happens this planet Mm -hmm. and until we stop being just about ourselves you know you want to think about yourself fine then think about everything you do think about all the actions you take think about all the responsibilities you have to yourself and everything that's living around Mm -hmm. you what i wrote you can read it on my facebook but the point is it's like we can't things start little nothing this fucking the whole situation didn't start by 30,000 people all of a sudden having this it started by one person getting it and then giving it to another person and they give it to 10 more people and so on and so forth everything starts Mm. small and grows bigger so if you want to see changes you know like Michael Jackson said it starts with the man in the mirror (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much what I said and I I 
I copied and pasted it on my Facebook too because it's like you want to see all these big changes, but guys, it starts with little things. And so you're basically saying that what you would like, what you think would make a difference when we come out of this and things return to normal, is that people are less selfish. They're they're more you know uh, community oriented. Even bigger than that. that this is you know okay. you and I are into horror, and most of the people listening to this are in horror. And here's the unique thing about people are into horror. We can confront some evil shit. We can look at something evil and understand it and not flinch from it. There are so many people in the world that can't do that. So they go in the supermarket and they see the woman slapping their kid and they're like, oh, and they keep walking. You know, they go to a foreign country and they see somebody eating a squid that's still alive and they're like, oh, that's weird. And they keep walking Man, fucking say something. Make somebody ashamed for something they're doing to something else that doesn't deserve to have that done to it. Mm. If you don't have a loud enough voice, find authority, whether it's uh, whatever you consider authority in that situation. Find something or someone bigger to help get the point across. You know, you see some guy touching a child inappropriately, go up to him and go, what the fuck are you doing that for? I mean, it sounds crazy, but we need to stop being so afraid to say, hey, how old are you? Hey, what bra size do you wear? And I'm not saying that because... That's the questions I think you should ask, but I'm saying you should be, we should stop being afraid to fucking be ourselves with each other and like really hold each other accountable for what the fuck we're doing. Hmm. And not just to other humans, to animals, to the fucking environment. How many people have you ever seen throwing shit like oil and shit on the ground? Like, hey, that is not okay for our fucking planet, dumbass. You know? And trust me, I've said these things. You, if people who know and listen to this are going, talk like that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's that's where I think we need to. That's what I hope. Because if somebody had done that, like, why the fuck are you eating these animals? Maybe we wouldn't have had. Maybe if this came from that, if this that's really how this shit started. Okay, great. That wouldn't have happened. Or maybe if it was some greedy politician motherfucker who said, let's poison half the fucking people on the planet because we need to control them more with fear. Maybe somebody could have said, you're fucking stupid and like stuck a a dagger in their side or something. I don't know, because at that level of crazy, you have to do something crazier. But (laughs) I'm just saying we have to, (laughs) you know. So what have you been watching? Girl, anything that makes me smile and laugh. So I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of comedy, a lot of comedy, some funny shows here and there. Um, I've been rewatching stupid. Um, oh gosh, Big Mouth because I just love the hormone monsters on that. They make me laugh. Um, but in between, mm-hmm. I have been watching other shows. I started watching Elite here and there. I started watching uh, the. So did you like Elite? Elite's my jam. I love it. You know, I'm about halfway through the first season, and it's okay. It's, I'm not saying it's my favorite yet. I'm not quite into mm-hmm. the characters yet, but I'm still getting mm-hmm. through it. It's still interesting enough that I've been going with it. But it, I don't know. Sometimes I think they don't dub stuff right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's a little hard to get into it because I'm like, mm, which is the problem I'm having with the protector. Um, but it's Turkish. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? So far, so good. I mean, I'm on like the third or fourth episode on that one, and it's pretty good. But I. I've been circling around it. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll give it a look next week. Well, everybody in that show is beautiful. I can tell you that. Well, not everybody, but the main quote-unquote characters are all very, very beautiful. And, and Well, that yeah, helps. You know, 
Dang, I didn't know turkey people looked that nice. You know, dang, okay, y'all looking cute, you know. So I always think, you know, big giant mustache and super hairy underpits. I don't know, my brain. But no, <laughs> but no, it's a beautiful country and it's just amazing to see. You know, I love to see things like that, you know, to see other cultures like that. It's very cool. Did you ever watch Self Made, the Madam CJ Walker story? I'm almost done with it. Um, I'm I'm to the point where she's gotten diagnosed. Okay, I enjoyed it, and I know you're an Octavia Butler. I mean, uh, Octavia Spencer um, fan, so I figured you'd like it. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, she's really good, and I enjoy it. The the it did it's it's. I think I might have said something to you. It, it bothers me a little when they play today's music in it. Right, right. Older <laughs> spin. It's very difficult. You know, uh, what, years ago they came out with that Lizzie Borden um, show with Christina Rucci, and then they did the same thing with the music that was current, but they tried to put it back in that time, and it just throws me off. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love Octavia, and she carries it well, and the stories is very, very compelling, and just like shocking in some ways, like how backstabbing women can be to each other. But you know, I think we've talked not on the show before yeah and the colorism element i've seen some people say that it was kind of stereotypical um maybe but it, it's kind of real for us too so i think it you know it, it they they portrayed something that is actually something that we have to deal with a lot so i, I didn't i didn't feel that problem when i was watching i was just like oh okay well they they're just going to show the colorism issue that we we actually do have in the community rather than exploit it you know for um just using the stereotype to further a plot i felt like it was probably probably a little more accurate you know Mm. given the times and and all that yeah well I, I really, yeah, I can see what you what you mean, especially with you know her her husband and his um, choice mm-hmm. to to you know do what he did, mm-hmm. um, and, and she's just you know she is such a strong willed woman. This this character she's playing, and I'm just like wow, like all the the hardship that that was thrown at this woman, she just kept pushing through. And that's that's the kind of courage we need to see today for ourselves. Like, no matter how awful you yes. feel, every time you have to poop and you have to wash your butt in the shower because all these people hoarded the toilet paper, keep pushing <laughs> through it. <laughs> yes, I I was inspired by it because as someone who is constantly feel like I get beat down or ignored or um, you know just constantly uphill battle, constantly fighting, it was it was inspirational to see that no matter what she had a vision and she went after that shit and she she got it that means that some people had to follow along the way you know Blair Underwood played a a very interesting character I love Blair Underwood and he he can really play a husband that way yeah (laughs) really well but um you know the the bottom line is is that she had some goals and was nothing was stopping her from that and and I feel that spirit you know what I mean so I, I, yeah, I, I it's amazing and so inspirational. Yeah. Very, very true. Um, and she didn't, she didn't live to a ripe old age. Just imagine if she'd waited. Like I'm gonna wait until I'm in my uh, a little bit further down the road. Oh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna keep putting it off. She kept putting it off. She wouldn't never. She wouldn't have been able to achieve it because she wouldn't have been here. Yep. And I love the idea that you know it didn't come from necessarily a bad place where she decided to do this because she was trying to share it with this woman in the beginning. 
Right. And she, that's why. And her determination was so real. And the woman just didn't want to have it. She wanted to put her in a box and make her yes. into something just because she wasn't what, what society wanted to see at that particular right. time. Yeah. I was just like, wow. And then the, that one guy who was the, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember his name, the, the historical guy who was the white man who was trying to push for black rights. Oh my God, what's his name? Sydney for was it Sydney? No. Um, I'm I'm trying to blank on what you're saying. I'm I'm trying to think of the characters that were in the. Well, he was the boy in the town. She wanted him to um back. Yeah. Oh, I'm drawing a blank too. Not well. Not the boy. Uh, He was a white guy, I thought, or was he not? No, he wasn't white. He wasn't. (laughs) He looked super. No, the character, the guy who played. I guess he might be, you know, mixed. Okay. uh, Well, I mean, he basically told her. We want to see black men. Uh, Booker T. Washington. There we go. And he said, we want to see the black man succeed first. And yeah. that was really hard. Oh, hold on. That. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Booker T. Yeah, I, I think that correct. was the one. Yeah. Okay. I was really surprised by that. I'm not going to lie. I was like, wow. That really. Yeah. I mean, he portrayed that. That is a very real sentiment from a lot of people in the community, too. Uh, you know, that was another thing that I noticed about the movie that I, I liked how they did it. Bill Bellamy's character. Um, what was his name? Sweets? Yes. Okay. Uh, I like that they showed that he was not all bad. You know, if you're, you're talking about somebody who could have been a CEO, could have gone really far in the, in the, in the world in legal enterprise if he'd had the same opportunities as other people now he got involved in criminal activity right. uh, things that were considered illegal and and that makes me think about like the drug business for instance things that are once considered illegal and now people are making bank off of while people are still in jail behind that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the things that are were illegal were not inherently bad he was just doing them Elite, uh, because it was not he, he was not legally right. sanctioned to do that, right. but he did them anyway, and he was successful at it. But people did not want to associate with that because it was criminal, and I get that. But I like that they showed his human his his humane side, his loving and endearing side. He still was a good role model. He still was a good person. He just he just went down a different path. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean. I, I appreciated that, and I and spoiler alert. I think we said that a little late. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody that listens to we we by now this far into our podcast, we usually have some loyal listeners. And if you have listened to more than our one podcast, more than a few podcast episodes before you get to this one, you know if we start talking about a show or a movie, we are going to get passionate about it, and we're going to spoil some shit. We will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> watch it first watch self-made madam cj walker and what i like about our discussions of these shows Chantel, is that we um we learn something you know it's entertainment yes but there's still an element of learning and educating and being ins- inspired by you know what i mean like there's still some other things that we pull from it that's not just slap happy haha or titillation or whatever you know what i mean right. they're, they're, it's a, it's a all around um it's a, a holistic experience exactly i i definitely will have to say um 
I'm having a different experience watching watching Tiger King. <laughs> oh my God! Did you get on that bandwagon too? So many people messaged me today out of the blue. Have you started watching <laughs> Tiger King? And I'm like, what <laughs> is this? And then I I turned it on, and my husband goes, "Look at this meme!" And it's like, if so and so and so and so had a baby, this is who it would be. And I'm bored. Like, <laughs> Yeah, my husband told me about that. He showed me when the guy was running for president and all that and was like, this is a fucking mess. But we we have not jumped on that yet. I would just not, say but- that in true Netflix, um, what do they call, uh, documentary style, man, the further they did that, dig into that hole, the more crazy it gets. <laughs> I am just like what and then we're just kind of left left I mean thus far I'm on episode four I've been jumping around all over the place but I'm just like <laughs> I'm like wait what like <laughs> it's so crazy. so you're enjoying it then I am and I'm not it's like it's it's creepy as fuck and it's also like interesting and really okay. I can't tell who's the bad guy and who's not <laughs> like real life yeah I mean because there's a lady who who's saying she's rescuing these animals but she's profiting from these animals herself and mm. not really releasing them in the wild because once they've been domesticated you can't um, mm. I just don't know it's so wild so definitely I'd like to hear people's opinions about the tiger king and, mm. and P.S. they're polyamorous he's gay so he's polyamorous Mm-hmm. with his partner and then and he actually married two men which hmm. I don't you know again it probably isn't legal. Was he in Utah? He was actually not. Where was he? Um, now I can't remember. Oklahoma I believe. So it couldn't have been legal. And then the okay. other big tiger guy um, is in Florida and he has like five different women. Hmm. And then he's got a whole cult thing going on. He's got like a little mini um, uh, Waco going on. Like he is really just wild. So, um, yeah, people who like wild and crazy animals are probably because they're wild and crazy by nature, too. <laughs> I uh, I started watch. I watch she you remember in the last episode, yeah. I mentioned that I was going to check that out and I did watch she. That is, uh, you know, I make I make my way around the world with the shows I watch. So hmm. she is uh, a show out of India, I think. Okay. I think it's India. And um, so I I hate I hope that I got that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. But it's um uh oh let's see what I'm gonna tell you about this is that I enjoyed the writing on that show. The writing kept me in the game the whole time. I wanted to know what was going to happen next. The premise is that I told you before that this woman uses her sexuality to to do what she needs to do. That that's just basically it. But what on a deeper level, she is a police officer there. She's a she's a cop, and she goes undercover, and she's bringing down this drug smuggling ring, and she um, but she's very sexually repressed, very, (laughs) and she goes undercover as a prostitute. Oh wow, yeah, and it had me from the beginning with just the premise, and but then you know the bad guys came in. And, um, and I absolutely was captivated by the, the, then there was a guy 
that um, the main the main guy. I, okay, I, I I won't spoil this because you haven't seen it. But my my thing about it is, uh, and now that I think about it, we usually spoil the shows that we've both seen, <laughs> not Pretty the much. ones that one of us has seen. So I, I'm not going to spoil it because I want you to see it. But I'm going to tell you this: I absolutely hated the main character herself. Oh, no. She's so fucking boring. She is a limp fish. And it bothered me so bad. And I know the character is supposed to be that way. Like I said, she is sexually repressed. And she's playing a prostitute. But when I tell you I was screaming at the damn TV, I was so pissed off. I was so upset. Like, fucking open your mouth. That's something. Do something. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Uh, But the bad guys make up for it. And the writing is good. Okay. Plus, you know, it's it's just another diverse element that I like too. It's not characters that I that I see all the time, so that was great. Okay, well, I'm gonna definitely check it out then. And I also watched. Well, I started watching Women of the Night, and I was doing my hair. I took my hair out, by the way. Oh, so I took. Yeah, I took it out. Yeah, that's one of another plus <laughs> of this quarantine right now. Uh, I'm just chilling. I had never really worried about my my nails and my lashes and stuff like that. I don't have I don't wear fake lashes or anything, but they, I don't have to wear a bra right now. I'm just chilling in my nineties. So yeah. <laughs> so while I was taking my hair out, and it takes me a while, I was watching Women of the Night, and these this is like a uh, 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 an escorting agency, hmm. and so the bad guys are working both sides, the political side. And the escorting agency. They are working both sides to get what they want accomplished. And the writing on that sucked me in from the beginning. I was enjoying it. And I liked the lead female. This is a Dutch show. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's Dutch and surprisingly very uh, diverse. I was really surprised. I've watched other Dutch shows. And, you know, the diversity is kind of lacking. This one, everybody was just mixed up in there. And I, I really, I was feeling that. But then somewhere around episode six, it just went straight to hell for me. And I was oh. like, oh, I'm bored. So I'm, I'm going to come back to that one. But I stopped and started watching Freud. Did you know Freud was out? I just saw that. How do you like it? I only got through one and a half episodes so far. And what do you think? Because, because it was late last night and I was tired. What are you thinking of it? I, I'm digging it so far, man. I mean, I, I've always liked Freud anyway, what I've known about him. But, you know, I, I haven't known much except, you know, his sexual psychoanalysis on things. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I what I'm really digging is the supernatural element up there. Have you have you started? No, I didn't know they had that in this. Right. That's what the surprise is to me. And mm-hmm. that's what you know what? Maybe I did get further than, than an episode and a half. It feels like I watched more. Maybe I'm in three or so. I don't know. But yeah, uh just check it out. Let me know what you think about Freud. Okay. Because the supernatural element was a surprise. And I was like, oh, the possibilities with this. Hmm. I'm going to have to check it out then. Yeah. And I also, uh, since we had talked about Contagion and Outbreak last time, and I said that I had seen them a long time ago, but hadn't watched them again. I watched them again. Huh? <laughs> Girl, you're a glutton for punishment. I can't. Yeah, I know. Like right 
posted on Facebook that she finished watching Pandemic. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? Hey, you know what? There was another show that I don't know if I mentioned to you that that I watched. And it's probably been about two weeks ago now. But Toy Boy, have you watched that? No, I saw it, though. What is that? Okay, Toy Boy is about... It's like Magic Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, but it is. Where are they? It's uh, it's Spanish. They're they're they so. I can't remember where they are, but I know it's it's in it's um somewhere in the, the Spanish um uh, uh region. Uh huh. Spanish region. Yeah, I, I was thinking that it was going to come to me, but like I said, it's been two weeks ago now, so no, I can't remember. I've, I've watched a, a There's too many of- days of quarantine between now and then. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, okay, but with Toy Boy, they are strippers in a club. And this one guy was, uh, he is being released from prison for murder. And so it is a murder investigation the oh. whole time. Oh, it's a murder invest investigation mixed in with with the the strip club. Now it, it ended pretty uh, weird. <laughs> like that that very last scene was just so unnecessary. But I will tell you also that it's been canceled, so it's just this one season. But the one season is is it's not bad. It's not bad. Magic I enjoyed. It. Yeah, I enjoyed. It's like Magic Mike in Spain or, or a Spanish region. Interesting. And, and they are uh, like uh, Murder, She Wrote thrown in there, too. Okay. That's interesting. Did you ever get to see um, I'm Not I'm not Okay With Any Of This? Or how I can't remember how the title was. I'm Not Okay With This? I did. How did you like it? I'm try- Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked but, it. I thought it was pretty cool the way they did it with the girls' powers. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a, it took a, I guess. I'll, I'll put it this way. I liked it, but I was also like, for me, once you start doing weird things, at what point do you just say, okay, I'm just going to be doing weird things? Like, why are you still shocked every time you start moving <laughs> a mountain? After right. a while, I was like, bitch, you just got through, you just blew trees down in the fucking forest, and now you're over here like, oh my God, I can't believe I just, did. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. kind of irritated me. I get that. I, 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 sometimes I think I'm a little dead inside because (laughs) (laughs) on the protector, for example, um, the guy loses his father. He gets shot in front of him. And, um, I just feel like he keeps crying about it. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) like, come on, dude, what, what, why you keep crying? Why you crying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like maybe I'm just like dead inside. Why do I? Why am I? Acting <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. This quarantine's already making me crazy. Day three. No, it, it wasn't the quarantine, honey. It wasn't the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now that secret's out of the bag. <laughs> Everybody knows now. Everybody knows. Oh, Lord. Well, hey. I think what I did do today. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, is there any sex in the protector? Not yet, but I do sense that it will be coming. Okay. There's, there's definitely some sexual tension happening between the main character and another character. All right. All right. Yeah. That has seriously been lacking from my watch and from my, from my view. Even with Women of the Night and Toy Boy. Yeah, I was about to tea. say. Yeah, these are all very adult 
themed shows but the sex and, and they have a lot of nudity too but I'm just so impressed with the sex scenes even when they have the sex scenes it's like eh, whatever <laughs> yeah I can see why vampires sucked you in because that was very like visceral like whoa <gasps> oh we didn't talk about that vampires did we talk about that I think the last time I was saying that I was going to watch it but we didn't talk about that show did we nope and I haven't no. finished it but I, it's okay because I got lost a little in it I don't know why how about you, you? Did you finish it? I haven't yet. And I kind of forgot I was watching it. So we just started talking about it right now. Oh. Watching like 15 things. <laughs> okay. Well, with vampires, uh, it was, I like the sexual tension, but it didn't live up to, to that. It did not, it, it, it was again, disappointing in the sexual front, but there, the, the tension part was good in the beginning. Uh, but Okay, my problem with vampire the, the, the story itself is just okay. You know, it's good. I mean, it's okay. It's not great. It's right. not bad. It's something that I'll watch another season of, but you know, it like we forgot about it that we watched it, you know. It's not one of those things that just jumps into mind for me. Like like when we watched Dracula and it was like, Oh my god, have you watched Dracula? Right. Like, we just wanted to talk about it. So I did not feel that way with vampires, but I did finish it off. And I, my problem with these vampires is anytime vampires just suck blood and they don't have some supernatural, you, you know, when they're not souped up, that is weak as fuck to me. Yeah, they make it a drug. They make yeah. it more, blood is a drug to them. It, and, well, in their case, it, you know, it's like, well, yeah, 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 you're right. It was a drug, but, you know, that's how they survive off of that. But it was, it was a genetic thing. It's, yeah, it's more of a disease. <laughs> right, right. And I am, and I, ugh, that that's just weak. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a vampire queen. I love the vampire genre. So yeah. when, when they are, so my views of them, and I'm always okay with people doing different things because, you know, it's okay. We talk about this a lot too. It's okay to have different things i don't want to see the the same thing over and over again even with vampires but i want some i want some something something powerful i want to see some power. you know that, that's what power. was weak yeah it was weak because the special girl quote unquote in the sh- in the show was so it was so anticlimactic she just did not have any real umph yeah you know especially like the episode i ended on was when she was attacked um and by the by two main vampires and i was just i don't know maybe i did make it to the ending maybe that was the ending where the mom oh they have to um punish those vampires you know what part i'm talking about they have to punish the vampires basically her enemy the mother's enemy yeah um was that the end i'm trying to think how did it end uh because maybe I did watch it all. Now that I think about it. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they they end up trying to drain this special girl's blood. Yeah, that was towards the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just felt like it was such an anticlimactic moment. And I was just disappointed by that. I'm like, she's so special, but she can do nothing to protect herself. Like what? Right. J- just provide blood for them to be able to heal themselves. And that was just stupid. Because she was a hybrid, I suppose. Yes. And then, oh, it was the end because then we saw the father at the end, who's probably... Right! Now, yeah. now, because... Yeah, that's right. Because with him, I I, 
I was excited for the first time since I was at the very beginning of the show because I was like, well, maybe he's got some damn power. Right. With him looking like the villain he was, at the he end. He was a regular human. Right. With him looking like a villain at the end, there may be some promise for next season. Yeah. If, if they get a season. If they get huh. a season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't heard anybody even talking about vampires. Yeah. Because it just was not, it did not. Yeah. I don't think it really gave that, that excitement that, that looked like it was going to give us. Or, you, you know, know it, it is, it's a, it's another foreign show too, actually. Right. This is yeah. uh, French. Right. But you know, we may, yeah, we may be seeing a trend here, guys, um, because of the quarantine all over the world and people not working and not doing shows, we may be getting like pieced together things just because they're trying to keep everyone entertained and trying to keep everybody interested and streaming. We may not get like full seasons or we may be getting like thrown together endings because you know, they're not in a situation where they can, it's like the writer, the writer strike. We're getting kind of what's just there. Hmm. That could be happening too. Well, um, yeah, and I, I don't think I've mentioned it here on the podcast yet, but you know, I had started writing on a TV show mm-hmm. and I, I cannot talk about the show in, in any way, but I will say that most productions on TV shows have been halted in, and, yeah. um, including the one that I'm working on, uh, but everybody's being positive about it. And um, because it's, it's, it's mostly all of Hollywood, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and, it, and everybody's quarantining for the good of everybody. So once things That's start, right. start getting back together and production start again, then um, the world the shows can, can pick back and, up too. And it's the thing, like, I understand the economy's crashing and a lot of people are losing their jobs. I don't think that people are going to be afraid to get out there and spend money when, when things start going back. Right. You know, no, nobody in this world knows what it's like to have to sit around for so many days in your home like Houstonians. Because <laughs> <laughs> our asses have had no lights, mm-hmm. no, right? no AC, no gas. Anytime it floods. With, from anywhere with about- from three <laughs> to five days. Anytime it rains. That's right. We get a big storm through our our part of the world, and we're sitting around looking at each other. We're barbecuing everything out of the freezer (laughs) because we know we ain't gonna. You know, at least now we all have our ACs. Do not jinx us, ma'am. Do not jinx us. Knock on wood, everyone. Knock on wood. Do not jinx us, please, because this this quarantine and chill is gonna come become unchill very quickly if we lose our power and internet and all that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well I think that's why the president has been saying the things he's saying like no one in the utility world is allowed to turn off anybody's anything. Um <laughs> like you can't do that shit because right now people are freaking people who thought they had stable jobs, you know, one of the things my husband said, I thought was hilarious. He's like, look at all these CEOs that are so important getting paid all this money. And who's going to work right now? All the people who work in the grocery stores, all the people who work at home Depot, because we need those things. Those are essential things for our, for the glue of our fucking society. Mm. They're the ones who should be making that CEO money. And you know what? What else? And this reminds me of what I where I wanted to come back to with the celebs. There's been a lot of celebrity blowback, and and all the rich people who, um, like you mentioned about the CEOs and stuff. Have you heard? Uh, like uh, I think Pharrell posted something about 
he posted a link about we're all in this together and give today. And then Jeff Bezos posted a a link to to uh, go. To, not I don't know if it's like I don't think it was a GoFundMe, but it was a link to give towards for his uh, Amazon employees and stuff like that. And people are like, "What the fuck? You all are rich. Why yeah. don't you all give?" And, and I tell we, you what, we can that is, say that they have not. You know, we don't know exactly. I, I it's, right. it's very suspect that the the uh, richest man in the world who owns Amazon is raising money for his employees. But I mean, like Pharrell, we don't know if he's giving or whatever. Maybe he's just saying give to. But the celebrities have been been hit hard. Like, oh yeah, they're Rihanna, used to living the life. Because mm-hmm. Rihanna's given millions, you know. But go yeah. ahead. Sorry. No, they're used to living the life. They're used to getting that money. The only thing people should be donating to are small business in your area, whether you can order food from them. Or if it is a place you love to go to and you don't want to see those employees gone when this month and a half to two months is over, give to those people. Or the CDC is raising money for like supplies and stuff. You can find those links all over Facebook, all over social media, anywhere. And also just go to the CDC website. That all makes sense. Donate a five bucks to a hundred bucks to five thousand if you got it. But celebrities, come on. <laughs> raising money? What? That's just what? <laughs> I've been getting a, a, a lot of GoFundMe's and um, normally I'm kind of irritated by them just because it's like, well, wait a minute. I got, I got issues too. I got, I got bills and I'm struggling too. You know, it may not seem that way because I'm not constantly talking about it, but student loans, motherfucker, student loans. But I'm not, oh. I'm not irritated by this at all. I'm saddened and, and, and uh, afraid because we we aren't done with this quarantine and i feel people's pain already i know that they that when like their jobs have stopped and they do not have the income coming in and i feel the desperation even that these companies a lot of the local companies around here i get those i get their gofundmes and some are offering incentives like donate now and we will give you uh free concert tickets for later or something like that the, the sure. ones who are offering things for it, you know, I, I want to, when I can, I want to make sure that I give. And like you said, to the, to the CDC and stuff like that. But uh, the, just seeing them so early on just kind of makes me anxious too. Like, Oh my God, like already, are we, are we already at the point where people are, are, are struggling to eat and stuff like that? You know? No, I don't think we are. I mean, I can tell you in my area, no one's hoarding food. And i most people I've spoken to, People aren't being like that with each other. And I am very proud of the Houston community for being that way because, my God, we have to take care of each other, everyone. Um, The TP thing was just some silliness, and I think it was the panic. I think people are now going out, giving toilet paper away to people that they know and love. (laughs) Um, Just because it's like, okay, I feel stupid for doing this. So, so, you know, but I, you know, I, we just have to start thinking about, you know, what is the world going to look like? And, and, and it's only two months, maybe three. I don't know. I hate to say that myself. My clients, I'm, I posted today a picture of Roots saying, hey, everyone, I want you to, when I see you, I want to see you happy, safe, healthy, and with Roots. Like, don't, <laughs> don't color your own hair. You're inside. Ain't nobody going to look at you, okay? <laughs> I will get to your ass, okay? Just calm down. <laughs> 
we will make sure that everybody sees the beauty miss you you know just come straight to my place as soon as this shit's lifted <laughs> that's right that's right but you know we we just have to remember to support those that are have always been in our life you know you you're struggling maybe your hairstylist can cut you a deal okay great you pay half price this time next time you pay for the rest or whatever you know there's so many things we can do to help each other get back into some sort of normal and it's going to be scary you know a lot of people are going to you know there'll probably be a small outbreak when we go back don't be surprised cut her mic cut her mic (laughs) right but you know don't freak out and again please the death toll is scary and it's sad but don't forget to see how many people are recovering. It's so many more. That's true. Yeah. And and you've got to stop feeling like if you get this, you are going to die. Yes, a lot of people are. And I hate that that's going to happen. I really, truly do. And it's scary. And it scares me. Like, oh, my God, because I did get a little sick. What if I actually, because now I'm really quarantined myself. God forbid if I came in contact with it now. I could really get very, very ill. But you know, God, people, we, we can survive this. And we have survived worse on this planet. <laughs> right. We really survived worse. And there will be a vaccine. You know, this isn't forever. It's for now. All right. Those are very good words to end on. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Hopefully not. <laughs> Don't panic. Hey, look at and if my ass kicks it. I'm gonna still be haunting every motherfucker I know. So don't be thinking you're done seeing my ass because you're gonna wake up one. I'm gonna, you know what? If I come haunt you, girl, you're gonna wake up in the middle of the night. I'm gonna just be roaming your house naked. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Didn't say you had a flat <laughs> ass too. <laughs> ah, that's right. Now with that flat ass, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, good lord. <laughs> All right, so let, let's hope that you can come back next week and, and end with don't panic and you're not going to die too because, you know, that would be terrible That's last right. words, you know. No, <laughs> for sure. And you know what? I'm all about what is meant to be is meant to be, guys. <laughs> the one thing, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, it's all good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I need to do as, as long as everybody does what they need to do. I am cause over my universe, damn it. Awesome. <laughs> all right Chantel take care of you and yours this week listeners take care of you and yours stay inside unless you absolutely have to be out that's right take- thank you for listening to this week's episode of sex and horror make sure you subscribe and join our facebook group if you'd like to be a guest let us know if you have a topic to suggest a movie tv show book song to be featured let us know you can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See, See you, you next week, week for Sex and Horror. Horror.